Welcome back to the Do Alliance podcast with your host, Alicia Solomon and myself, Fagan Hines, where every week we talk the challenge and we're back once again to talk episode 13 of the Challenge 39 by Fulu Champion, where the lines are drawn officially in the sand and people are very giddy and things are just now getting real for everybody. Yeah, it's real in the field out here, especially for the two people who have been running around the house thinking they run the house essentially which they have honestly because they've had the numbers but i do think that this episode was eye-opening for them because it got real staticky real quick like some people started turning red i seen hairlines move even further back i don't know it was it was a lot of panicking going on in the, in the, in the house <laughs> It was a shoreline. People were still in their feelings. First question, obviously, Olivia, we talked about her last week. She is still on a in her feelings about Horacio. Well, she was still, like, complaining about Horacio not helping her. But my question is, is she about to serve Horacio's name on a platter to Jay? Because she's been feeling type of way. Well, I think that the obvious answer is yes, because she talked to Jay about that already. So... I don't think that's anything new with Olivia, but I do think that with what happened this week and her being on a winning team and like having that opportunity finally, because Olivia hasn't done shit this whole time. So the fact that she came in this week and had an opportunity to have at least some power, it gave her a little bit more momentum for her to be okay with crapping on Horacio essentially and literally just leaving him to the wolves, which I mean... I, I don't know. I don't. I really don't understand Olivia's plight in all of this. Like, and I hate that Jay keeps lying to her, essentially. Well, Jay's a fool. Let me start there. But like, he keeps lying to her, essentially, and like is gassing her. Like, we don't care about Horacio. We only care about you. If, and then he doubled down on the lie from last week. Because last week, remember, he said, oh, last season, we were all rooting for you. Like, if it wasn't for you, he wouldn't have made it that far. And then this week he came back and doubled down on the lie and said, if it wasn't for you the last two seasons, he wouldn't have been anything. And it's just like, okay, you you got it. You you got it. Like they still outplaced you. So you were barely there. <laughs> like it was both of them. But Horacio did a lot of heavy lifting for that group. Okay. Like, sis stop the cat, Jay. You barely did nothing. You got your hands dirty with Laurel, and that only got you so far. So no one was actually looking for Laurel, except for you and your deranged partner. That's all you did. Don't worry about nobody else. But Olivia, she was like, obviously still complaining. And Maurice ended up telling Caracio that, yeah, your name is still kind of floating. And he's like, well, I'm not talking to nobody. And I'm fine with that. And like, I'm just going to focus on me and the people that I'm working with to get me to the end. And he already knew that people were targeting him too. So he's like, I'm not about to go ahead and go to people like oh don't target me when he knows like he's a threat he's shown and proven himself multiple times already within the last season and a half i only talk about it if you want to be against me be against me and just do that yeah i think harassia just has a mindset of just like listen i'm here to play the game i want to win he doesn't have a social game 
to play, essentially. Like, he doesn't care about that part of the game, which, honestly, I can respect because I feel like this cast, especially, has shown that's all they care about is the social game, and they think that's the only thing that they have to play, where Horacio is kind of like, I want to win, so put me in challenges, put me in the arena, put me wherever, and I'm going to give myself the best opportunity to win. And that doesn't help when people clearly need their ass kissed in this house and to feel reassured. I'm not saying like feeling reassured is not valid, but I think that they go to an extent where they have to sit down and talk to people 24-7, which that doesn't necessarily mean you have a social game. That means you just like to chat. It's not the same thing. So I feel like Horacio, he has been on the short end of the stick here with dealing with these specific cast members with their quote unquote social game. Yep, and especially with that big line, it's like being all friends and him essentially being at the outs because a lot of them have other people as their number ones rather than him. But we get into the daily challenge, which is called Getting Tanked, where in teams of four and one at a time, they'll have three members enter the water tank that's filled with dozens of floating letter tiles, while a fourth member is stationed at the top of the tank, and they have to be the runner. The three people who are in the tank have to search for the tiles that spell out challenge champion and give them to the runner that's on top so that they can slot the letters into a board to form the phrase. The first team to do this, the fastest, will win this daily and stay safe. The teams for this daily were Olivia, Ed, Brenna, and Corey, Horacio, Michelle, Athaf, and Colleen, Kylan, Mariah, Emmanuel, and Zara, and then Jay, Narice, Raven, and James. A lot of like it's all teams are very balanced. Granted, it's still sixteen people in the game, but everybody's mainly balanced on each team. It's still sixteen people. Like we, I feel like every week it's some iteration of these people. So it's like no, it's nothing new to be honest. Yeah, and so Kylie, Mariah, Zara, and Emmanuel go first, and. Zara was feeling like Dory in the water. She was having a good time trying to figure out where these tiles were. And Kylan praised Emmanuel's agility for being a runner, getting the tiles and getting to the board to put them in. That team did pretty decent. They got were able to get their phrase done in a good manner. Asaf, Michelle, Colleen, and Horacio went next. And obviously, everybody in this team, not named Horacio, was sabotaging Horacio because they're like, not trying to find the letters and this man is getting a little bit frustrated he's like noticing i'm like i'm not getting nothing from y'all which is like it, it kind of sucks for horacio for him to be the last to realize it i feel like because he does not have a social game he gets lost in the sauce like he thinks he's playing the game straight up and everyone's playing the, the game the same way and he doesn't realize like nah people really want to get you out and to do that, they're going to sabotage their own selves and their own gameplay. And I just, I hated that, like, they all were on the same team, especially with, you know, Colleen just being who she is. And then it, it, it was just, it was, it was annoying to see them, like, sabotage in real time. Like, sometimes I'm okay with people sabotaging. I think last season when I seen, we see the sabotage with, like, Michaela and Tori and all that, how that happened, I was kind of like, whatever. But this is just, like, it sucks because we've been having Jay and Michelle run the same game for the past, what is this now, 13 weeks? So it's like, this is, it's like, come on now, what, what are we doing here? And then Horacio was just like, well, I'm trying. And he goes at the end and just says like, we just, we just sucked. And it's like, no, they sucked. Like yeah. I would have been cursing people out. I feel like Horacio just, he's really too nice hearted and he's so kind that he doesn't 
he doesn't get the just do he deserves. Like, I feel like I would just start cursing everybody out. Yeah, because when he got pissed, I was like, you be pissed. And herself was like, oh, this is a good challenge to not know how to spell. Well, duh, because you're sabotaging this man. Like, you're being stupid for absolutely no reason. Just shut up. Whenever he talked this whole episode, I'm like, just shut up, Asaf. Just shut up. Like, you are protected. You are the one that's floating and protected. Shut up. This man can beat you. But you just had to happen to be like, oh, I'm going to stop him because, you know, I'm working with Jay and Michelle and we don't want him to win. Well, you are going to be an option, too. Like, that's what <laughs> annoyed me even later on when Jay was like, oh, it's just me and Kylan. Babe, there's five men that are on a chopping block. Shut up. <laughs> <sighs> these 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 people are just are, are just slow and yeah especially with asaf just being so deluded because he has jay michelle i feel like he just feels so empowered and it's really just off of knowing two people or at least one person and then michelle going along with it because she rides with jay yeah and then James, Jay, Raven, and Nerese went, and Jay almost fell over when he was trying to fit the pillow pieces on <laughs> the front of the board, and I had to laugh. If he fell over, I'd be like, okay, cool. Go ahead. Okay. Kind of want to see it, actually. <laughs> I would like to see it. <laughs> he was, like, really over, and I'm like, oh, okay. But I, I really was like, okay, it doesn't matter. And then Corey... Ed, Olivia, and Brenna were last. And Ed was a runner when he had a strategy. I mean, he was really running back and forth, communicating really well with the scheme because that team was kind of a dark horse because we didn't know mostly exactly where people lied, but not what we did. But it's just like, hey, we don't know what they'll do if they had power. I mean, I think the wild card in that scenario would just be Corey, because Corey has been itching to do something other than be laid up under Michelle after essentially his whole downfall this season. But I mean, Ed just blows with the win. And of course, Olivia hasn't won anything. She's been dying to do something. So I feel like she also was trying to feel empowered. And then Berna, of course, we already know what Berna's gameplay is and what she's going to do. So she really, it, that's no different with Berna. But I think Corey and Olivia were the two main people that I, will look, I was looking at on this team to see what they would pull if they did have the opportunity to win. And I would like to say that it was noted that these people spell champion with a W instead of an M. And Kylan did point that out to production and they said that they didn't care. So the two teams that essentially went quote-unquote the fastest spell champion with a w instead of an m like they turned the m upside down and just they turned the w upside down excuse me and made it into an m and it's like you have an m in the tank so why not use that like i just feel clearly we know what the jig is on the show but i like that that's just a stupid rule like that does not spell champion that spells child something i don't know but that don't spell that that don't spell it like that's not it no, they just was like, oh, it looks like it's a champion. It's going to be a champion. Like, we're going to leave it be. No, don't let it be. You, If you know it's supposed to be something, make it be that. Don't go ahead and switch things up and like, oh, it's still a, a champion. But we literally see that that M is not an M. We know how an M looks. We know what a W looks like. Be fair about it. But the quote-unquote winning team was really quick with how they got it together and 
Both of the top two teams were separated by seconds, which were Jay, James, Raven, Narice, Corey, Ed, Olivia, and Brenna. But Corey, Ed, Olivia, and Brenna had the edge. And this guy, Ed, his second in a row, which is very funny to me as well. Why? Because Ed, Ed is actually on the show? <laughs> yeah. We haven't seen much of him this whole season. And then we see him as when two dailies out of nowhere. I, I've always said Ed is a strong player. Like if he is given the opportunity to, he's not, he plays the middle of the pack, but I think he plays under what he can. I don't know if that makes sense, but I feel like Jay, I mean, Jay, excuse me. I feel like Ed can actually be like one of the stronger people in the house. He just does not have the social game to play for himself. Like he, he's a sheep essentially. He thinks with everyone else. So that kind of puts him in the back of the pack and makes him, feel like he's underneath Jay or underneath some some people in the house when he's really not like he really could be like one of the top men in the house yeah I, I can see that it's just out of everybody it's like oh this is a surprise but good on him for getting two wins in a row though I will just give him that props but the four of them have to nominate a guy for this week and Kylan and the conventional said that he hoped that Olivia was going to keep him and Rossio safe but Corey immediately pitched Horacio as the guy at the pick because he's like, oh, I don't want to see him in the final because he's the guy to beat. Olivia didn't give that much pushback because everybody was like, yeah, let's go Horacio. And it's, it ended up being Horacio as the vote. When Ed said it, Kat was like, y'all are scared. Well, you're scared. Corey, you're scared. That's it. <laughs> and I was like, go ahead. Fight for your number one, Kylan. Do that, Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like I appreciate Kylan's game this season. Like, at points, he kind of misses the mark with me. But I feel like in terms of him trying to shake the table, at least, and get some other people out of the house to shake up the monotony, Kylan's on to something here, clearly. And especially with, of course, them going with Horacio. I didn't feel like Olivia would have e- even had a choice to not pick Horacio. Like, she's been shopping all fucking two, three weeks now. I want to get Horacio out. I don't want to run a final Horacio, all this other stuff. So now that she has the opportunity and she finally wins something, her voice didn't really matter because majority would have ruled overruled her. So that's why I feel like she didn't even try with any pushback. She was like, oh, okay, well, I've been trying to say Horacio's name anyway, so I'm just going to go with the group. And Corey's like, I'm not scared. Well, Corey actually made it be known. He's like, I don't want to run a final with Horacio. Like, I can respect it. It's like, listen, if you want to run a final with him, that's your business. But me, on the other hand, if I'm trying to hold on to this little bitty power that I have here, and if I can make it through this, I don't want to see him. And it's true. You don't want to see him because he can smoke pretty much half the cast, if not, like, the whole damn cast. So I respect it. But Colin stepping up and being like, nah, y'all scared, da-da-da-da. Like, Colin is is good for a little moment here and there where he's going to call somebody out and really, like, call you on your bullshit like nah what is this and I I I respect it yeah like I get Corey's reason why like yeah I'm scared I don't want to see that man in the final with me I don't I get it but it's just funny I actually really enjoyed the moment that Colin did give us was like yo you're scared let's admit it and let's let it be and it was a big move for Corey to do that because they're not aligned so if I'm not aligned with you and I know you're a threat I'm going to put you in as the vote and let it be like that. So I, I respect the move that Corey did make because everybody else on his side were going to be aligned and go, okay, never open shot at somebody else to put them in. And uh, the writing was wrong. Sorry, the writing was on the wall 
for Kylan to be the house vote to go into the arena as well. So we already knew now, okay, now that they pick Horacio as their pick, the house with majority how it goes will pit in Highland. Yeah, I mean, one thing I will say about the vote, though, that Corey was standing on, yes, he's scared to go against Horacio, but I think it's also rooted in how the major alliance wants to vote. And because there has been cracks the past two weeks in just people figuring out that Jay and Michelle have been running this house the whole time with their numbers and what they want to do. And essentially, Kyla and Horacio are two of the stronger men in the house and can take out most of these people. Corey, like he had kind of dual, you know, rooting interest in terms of what he wanted to do. Like he moved with his alliance and then he also kind of moved for self. And I feel like if it wasn't Horacio, it would have been Kylan. So it's kind of like the same old, same old with who they're going to vote for. And I think finally, I thought we were getting somewhere this week with people kind of turning the tides and saying, listen, enough is enough. Are we going to continue to let this happen with Jay Michelle running around, picking people already and everything being predetermined? And Or are we just going to play our games? And of course, we had some people who thought about it. I think probably the best one I thought that was probably going to flip was James. Like, we could talk about, we can't talk about Colleen, whatever. But, like, I feel like Colleen, whatever. But I feel like James was, like, on the side of thinking about it. Like, I feel Zara was convincing him. And, obviously, he has been playing with Mariah this whole time. And she's been saving him. And he has been going with the numbers. For all the the, the shit that James has been talking about, oh, I, I want to make a move and I want to say this and say that and blah, blah, blah. He has been just staying under the radar with whatever Mariah wants to do. So I think it was like plausible, like, damn, we can probably get somewhere if Zara can convince him to vote for someone else. And mind you, like you said earlier, I feel like people were only going with Kylan and no one else was an option. And there were literally five other people that were an option like no one else's name came up except for jay yeah and james going back to mariah and telling her and her by proxy telling jane i'm like shut up let's not know let's that's not like we already knew like kylan was gonna be folding jay's name around because if not him put in jay that's his number one up on the other side so why not that's why I don't like the fact that they're all at least like buddy buddy and people are like running back and telling people, oh, like I'm gonna not really follow you. I'm just gonna like notice information and tell people that you are against. That's not helping their cases. Like, sure, like your alliances. We're just about to get to the final. The alliances are done. We're almost there. This, this, this stop. Let's stop that. But before we get to more of that, at the club, Jay was still spilling crap about Horacio to Livia. Livia's like still in her feelings. And Narice comes over and defend, tries to defend Horacio's honor. And it ends up being a back and forth between Narice and Jay. And I'm like, why are you spitting all this like negative shit about Horacio to Livia when she's already feeling like crap? That's where I was like throwing off about Jay. I'm like, I get it. You're on the other side of him. But stop capping about last season and what he what Horacio isn't, isn't doing for Olivia this season I mean that's already a no-brain I feel like Jay just talks out of his ass or his three hair caps that he has on his head but what I will say is that when Norris was talking and mind you Norris was talking like for as much 
crap as I've given Norris in the in some of the things that she's done this season. I do feel like Norris was talking to Jay, not yelling, and he all of a sudden felt threatened and was like, "Stop yelling! Stop yelling!" And it's just. Jay is very passive aggressive and I don't like that. I don't like people like that. I don't like people who try to play big dog and you all this and rah rah and then all of a sudden when somebody brings something to you that's not what you like to hear, you all of a sudden it stop yelling or I'm this and I'm that. It's just like you're not gonna do nothing. So why are you even talking all this shit? Like shut up, bro. I just I I can't respect it and especially I like I've been saying this whole season. He just needs to be knocked down a peg into who he actually is. Like, there's a reason why you've been leaving early the season that you have. And there's a reason why you haven't won anything because you're really not that. So him pushing that to Narice, I just didn't like that. Sir, she wasn't yelling at you. She was talking to you, actually, and trying to make sense into what you were you were saying. Because essentially, you were just feeding Olivia nonsense about Horacio and basically trying to convince her that he hasn't been on her side. And like we've like I've said before, Horacio does not need to speak for his presence to be known or for his feelings to be known. I feel like once he makes it kind of plain to you, like, hey, I'm riding with you, then that's it. Like, Horacio doesn't want to say anything else. And then when Horacio pulled Olivia to the side, it kind of reconfirmed that. It was like, hey, girl, like, I mean, I've been riding with you since day one. I'm quiet. I don't say anything. I don't have anything to say, but I'm like rooting for you. Like every time he's been in power, he has not been putting Olivia in. He's been obviously trying to not put Olivia in. So the fact that Olivia just has come up with this whole elaborate scheme, it kind of smells like she has been a little bit jealous of Norris and his relationship. And I don't know, like, I really can't read what Olivia is trying to give with Horacio, but what I will say is that finally Horacio spoke, spoke to Olivia. Like, that's really all I got for that. It's like, they finally spoke to each other because it seemed like they have been missing each other in conversation this whole time. Yeah, I'm just mad it had to be him to pull Olivia because she's been the one mainly talking all this mess about him, talking greasy to other people, and she couldn't pull him, like, not in a setting and say, hey, let's, like, align, realign with one another and see where we are with one another. She didn't do that at any point this season. It took this little fight argument that Jay and Reese had about Olivia and Horacio for him to pull her from away from that situation and be like, hey, let's have a chat. I, I'm still with you. It shouldn't have taken him to do that. It should have been her since she's had the issue. And that's what I don't like about Olivia at this point. Because I'm like, if you keep saying all this stuff about this man, just go talk to him. Don't make him be the one to do it when he doesn't have any qualms. He's just there like, I, like I'm like i rooting for you. I got you. Yeah. 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 But after that, things kind of calmed down after that. M- M- Michelle was just like sitting there like, just there. I don't know. She was like, I don't know why we're in this. And like, Jay put himself in it. <laughs> he did that. Yo, yo best he put himself in it. And you by proxy. So just sit there. Just be quiet. And then Kylan started to pit emotions for a flip on Jay. And like we said, Zara pitched to James to try and get him to flip, but that didn't work. Since Rory got back to Jay, Jay was very overjoyed and very aggressive when talking to Kylan about it at the pool. And he's just like, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm hyped. Let's go. Let's play the game. Okay. What else do you want to do? Absolutely nothing. Like, he doesn't want to play the game. He is gassed that 
somebody has done something else in the house because he's been doing shit the whole time. He has been making the plays the whole time. So I feel like he's being, again, passive aggressive in somebody else trying to make a play. And I think that one, I feel like Zara told James specifically not to say anything. And the first thing he does is really run back to Mariah, which is like, we saw that happen earlier this season with Kieran and Raven. But it's like, dude, just for your own best interest, I get Mariah's been holding him down, but I would would have rather him not say anything. And obviously, I feel like Colleen also said something because she was in the room when Mariah came back and told everyone like, hey, they're kind of having a coup against Jay. So obviously, Colleen's been playing both sides. But when Jay got in Colleen's face and was like, yeah, so uh, you've been putting my name out there. It's just like, okay, yeah. And I feel like Colleen was kind of stepping back a little bit. He was trying to check the temperature with Jay to see like where he was trying to go with it. But I feel like Colleen was kind of like, okay, yeah, I have been. Like, you don't have to be all like hyped up about it, which he really didn't have to. But I wish that Colin would have just stood 10 toes tall on it even stronger. It would have been like, yeah, I'm saying your name. You've been saying everyone else's name. I feel like Raven decided for herself finally to be like, listen, I've heard you say my name three different times on multiple occasions. I've been down. I've came back. I'm sick of it. What else is new here? We need to play something else. And Jay was really scared. Another one. It didn't even take a chance to come back to scare Jay. Like he was scared because people were saying his name in the house. So this is why him and Michelle are besties because at any given point in time, somebody says their name all of a sudden. It's like, oh my God, like, what do I do? They start panicking. Nobody really cares about the two of these people except for the two of them clearly. But like they, I don't know what's going on. Like they really get so scared because they haven't been this far in the game. So at any time somebody's saying their name, it's like, oh my God, like, I don't know what to do. And Jay running around, he's on the, um, he's on the exercise thing. He's like, <laughs> like a crackhead, essentially. Like, what the fuck is your problem, dude? <laughs> it, no one even voted yet. Like, he no. really was moving like a crackhead. Like, you know what I'm talking about too. Cause like, why was you walking like that? You just like, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Let's go. Let's play the game. And it's like, no one's nominated anybody. No one said anything. Like, it's just an inkling. Your name is being thrown out there and this is how you act. Really? And you're supposed to be the top dog of this season at the court. And you are running around like a squirrel without a nut, just going crazy. You are not, you're not him. It's just like, it's funny. Like, you're quivering at the fact that your name is up. Do you not want to go on Nation? Sure. You, you, you've won barely anything. Been in power, like, probably a few times. And just for the, your own thing. But it doesn't stick. Because every time you try to put someone in, for the most part, they keep coming back. And you got to deal with it. So you haven't done anything that special this season for you to be like, I'm good. I'm top dog. I can get to the final win, babes. If you are quivering at that thought, even the, the thought of going into a nation, you're not fit to be a champion of the show. And I forget if Javen won his season of Survivor, but the way that he's acting is hilarious. Yeah, he's really shitting his hands, just like at the thought of people saying his name. And it was just honestly ridiculous. But I was hoping and praying that we did get somebody to flip because they did have the numbers essentially. So Horacio, Colin, Zara, Raven, Colleen, and James were supposed to be voting essentially for Jay. 
And once we get into nominations and Horacio kicks it off and he votes for Jay, I'm like, okay, great. Zara votes for Jay. I'm like, okay, great. Raven votes for Jay. I'm like, okay, great. And then we get to the vote of Norice. And I was just like, okay, what is she going to do? And I was hoping that Norice went with Jay because I feel like Norice, even though she's been in this Fantastic Four alliance and she's had this hard, difficult time about choosing whether between Colin or Jay, at the end of the day, when Colin tells you he is, you're his number one, you have to believe him because he really doesn't have the numbers to even have another number one woman in the house besides Norris. Like Norris is in a, in a situation where she has alliances with everyone around her and it makes it difficult for her to choose. So of course, by proxy with her being next to Horacio, Colin is getting the benefit of that. But I was just hoping like, listen, clearly I wish Norris was more offended how Mariah was when James got voted in. Like when they won against Mariah and voted for James and Mariah was super offended. I felt like Mariah was just going to flip shit upside down. I was hoping that Norris would feel the same way. Obviously she doesn't really care. Well, no, I won't say she doesn't care about Horacio like that, but I feel like she cares more about her relationships than uh, anything else. But I was hoping that she would just flip and get offended. Like, bro, y'all said Horacio's name. The line is drawn in the sand. Let's just rip the bandaid off. Like, make a move at this point because what are y'all going to continue to keep doing is voting for the same people and getting absolutely nowhere like and it's just so irritating yeah i was hoping she would flip but i knew that she was gonna burn a vote i, I just knew she was gonna burn a vote because like she has been friends with jay outside of the towels for the past five six years at this point and she's by herself she's also friends with kylan who she's recently met and she has reports and I'm not going to burn a relationship because I feel like if she voted for Jay, Jay would have took that to heart and would have, like, cut her off. But because of a gay move. Because that's how him and Michelle move, you know mm-hmm. <laughs> what I'm saying? So for her game specifically, I knew she was going to burn her vote to appease both sides. I feel like at a different point, she might just flip. But for her right at this point, she couldn't do it because as much message as jay is trying to talk right now that man is scared and sensitive so he would take that really to heart and not care about the race i mean for me i i would have just did it and asked for an apology later on and you know do it now and then cry later i don't know like at some point somebody's gonna have to do a move like somebody's gonna have to play the game for themselves we can't all win everybody can't go everybody can't win it's only one winner so let's just rip the Band-Aid off and stop being all friends and do what we got to do in this game. I just wish that she would have did that because that really would have shifted the power over. And I felt like that's much needed in the house because, again, we've been getting the same old, same old for the past 13 weeks. Yeah. And after her vote, the tie switched where Colleen was like, I'm going to vote for Kylan because I, you know, I'm at the bottom of this with Jay. I'm going to vote for Kylan because I don't want to do nothing. Babes. I know I said I didn't want to go in on this lady today, but you need to stand up. If you're going to feel a type of way about a certain group of people and you want to see a shift, make the move. Don't let someone else's decision for their own game affect how you vote. Because she was like, oh, Maurice messed it up, so I'm just going to vote for Kylan. You at the bottom of Jay's list. That man don't care about you. At any given moment, he's going to say your name no matter what. 
and you still are playing both sides for a stupid ass reason. I, it's dumb. I mean, and I, 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 I hope I hope she I hope she gets where she wants to be. Cause obviously it's it's, it's not gonna go anywhere with Colleen. Like Colleen just says one thing and does something else and I'm sick of her because the past four, three to four weeks, she's been saying the same thing. They've been playing the game. They've been playing this game. They've been playing this game. And you have an opportunity to just switch it up. Like you've been complaining behind the scenes. Like we need to do this. We need to break this up. We need to do this. You have a prime opportunity to do so. And because Narice kind of made her, her line in the sand known like she can't choose. I mean, now all of a sudden you become pussy and just don't want to do your vote. Like, girl, just don't say anything at all then. Like, I feel like she just retreated and went back to not voting for Jay. And it's just like, all right, well, you're still at the bottom. So what next? Like, what fucking next? And you got Corey giving her stupid ass advice. Like, oh, I feel like you should just play it cool until we get out of chaos and we get to conquest. Y'all are not making it far, bro. So what are you giving her this stupid advice? Both you and her are going to be sitting at home watching. I, I just, I'm not I'm not understanding. Like, what are y'all doing? What are we playing here? They're not playing for a 300000 something dollar pot. They're playing just friends. And I hate it. Like, y'all know y'all position in this alliance, this dumbass alliance. And y'all just like, oh, no, we're going to play it safe. That's not how you play the challenge, babes. I'm so sorry to tell you that. You are at the bottom. If it was a guy's day, Jay's not picking you to be safe. He's picking Asaf. Then it's going to be Ed. You are not safe, Corey. Stop playing it safe. And I know, like, you won this episode. Cool. Your target was Horacio. But that's also playing for Jay's self-interest as well. You're not playing your own individual game if you keep doing that as well. And it leans towards one side. And honestly, I feel like at one point, Corey could probably be Jay in the final two. It's a long shot, but I feel like it could be, It could happen. It could. I'm not even making that face, but I, I feel uh, like it's possible. Anything I mean, is possible. You... Okay, Kevin Garnett. We go with that. Go with that. Anything is possible, I guess. I, I, I don't see it, but okay. But let's go with that. Stranger things have happened, okay? Stranger things have happened on the challenge. You never know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, with the vote, Kylan got seven votes of the majority. Um, Yano got that one vote from Narese, and it was only four votes for Jay. So, we're going to see Horacio and Kylan in the sand, waiting to see who comes in, and they got to compete against. And, lo and behold, the... Champion that comes in, TJ gave, gave him a, this a very simple <laughs> intro. Like, he has a very solid legacy. It's a 12-time veteran of the challenge, five-time finalist. He won Cutthroat, and he's batting 500 with his elimination record. If you count All-Stars, it's a little bit over 500. For us, we also know him to have lost that fight against the rail in the living quarters. Uh, <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Brad. Am I supposed to clap? <laughs> I don't know. I insert clap here. Brad came back because Johnny Bananas is busy. I feel like it was just so random to see Brad at this point in junction of the show, especially with the way that the champs have been coming back. We had Laurel, we had Kara return. I feel like they could have kind of just chucked Brad in when Darrell was coming around. Because it made a little bit more sense. Like, 
Brad and Darrell, we've seen them consistently on All Stars now for the past three seasons, here and there on the the main show on World Champs and stuff like that. So I feel like they would have been best suited to be lumped together. But obviously, like I said, Johnny Bananas was a last minute cut, so they went to Brad. And Brad is solid. I don't have a problem with Brad. Essentially, like he's been okay on the All Star shows. Like he's been he's been Brad. I don't know what I feel like. TJ gave a very good description of brad which is just basic and short like brad yeah basic short and got a big ass beard (laughs) also notably he had gotten the fight with marie over pieces awesome (laughs) but the good old days yeah good 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 fights good just random fights over random things (laughs) he ended up pulling kylan's name out of the draw and horacio can go back to the group, but him and Kylan are playing What's Going Down, where they'll begin at the top of a tower with 10 balls at the bottom, and they have to slide planks out of the floor of each level so that the balls can drop to the bottom of the tower, then have to get down to the tower to grab balls to pit back up into a chute. The first person to get all 10 balls in a chute in numerical order wins this nation. Kylan was a beast in this Nation like he was flying, got it done, methodical, and just was just blowing it off the water. Yeah, I mean, for all of sometimes what Kylan lacks, like when he actually locks in on a challenge, he, like Corey said, he analyzes it really well and kind of sees what's best for him to do. And I feel like he just locks in and, and gets it done. And from the rip, Kylan was flying down. And getting up there like super, super quickly. And I was like, all right, it's, it's over. And it was Kyler's birthday. He was a little bit more extra motivated, I guess. Like he didn't want to go home at that time. And it it just showed like Kylan really just beasted it through. I mean, Brad tried to pull something like he decided to, to bring two balls up at a time instead of one which kind of held him back. And Brad started huffing and puffing after probably like three or four. So it was really a no-brainer once you saw that Kylan was like at least two balls ahead of Brad. It was kind of the writing was on the wall. Like, all right, Kylan got this in the bag. And once Kylan got to the last one, he was like, this one's for you, Jay, and dropped it. I was like, listen, Kylan is now coming back in the house. Once again, you've tried at least multiple different times to get him out, and he keeps coming back. He's beaten two champs at this point of the season. I see why you want him out, but you may have to go down and try to do it yourself or get it done when y'all get out of chaos because Kyler's not going home without a fight, and I can respect it. Like We need that kind of gameplay to shake it up so that we don't get the loser of Jay to win. <laughs> that's all we want i don't want jay to win yeah because like if Kylan lost the numbers were done everybody else would just fell back in line if we wouldn't have numbers to get other people out it would have been a dud the teaching would have been a dud if they let jay just skate and i'm glad Kylan's back because he is shown and proven every single time like you said and i need some pushback against jay now that the line has been drawn it's time for action and people need to go. Whether it is in chaos still, we have one more person coming next week. The big dog's coming next week. So somebody's going, I, I, I bet you money, somebody's going home next week. And it's not going to be CT. 
Well, I would hope not. Like I listen, Brad, I Brad is Brad, okay? If he lost, he lost, right? I was upset with Darrell loss. I was upset when Laurel lost. I was absolutely upset when Carl lost. So I don't want to see another champ come in and lose because this is not the point of this portion of the show. Like, this is not the point of it. The point of it is for these people to go home and for the champs to come in and show why they're champs. So if CT comes in here looking all snorted up like he did in that preview and he loses, CT, you need to stay on traders and don't come back on the show. Don't piss me off. <laughs> don't piss me off, please. Okay, please don't piss me off, Tamborello. I need you to come in here and win something. And especially because I seen that he had the chaos stick when he was coming in. So I already know what's going down. It's gonna be J and C T. Listen. We need the we we need a rematch. We need it. The streets need the rematch. Nah, the streets need a body for real. Whatever famous was saying <laughs> on that that power. So <laughs> streets need a body. The streets need that body though. Like let's talk about it. The streets need the body of Jay to be thrown down there when CT comes back because he's been bragging that he won against CT in that one elimination when CT was out of shape. Like CT was just going through it personally, and he came back on the show and just was you know giving whatever. So like obviously Jay won that one, and then CT came back and beat him, but. Listen, we CT, we need this. We need this. Yeah. Okay. Somebody needs to get humbled expeditiously. So hopefully CT can do that next week. We are all rooting for you, CT. We are. With that, Brad went home empty-handed. Kylan's still in the game. Kept the pot good. He got his people together. And hopefully we see how things shake out next week with how that goes but we're gonna get into the tweets from this week and the first one Horacio and Kylan have a full head of hair and a hairline what do you have Jay of cheap ass Hawaiian shirt and a 2015 snapback that goes to the last one because your forehead is so big that you need to go all the way across yeah <laughs> and three pieces of hair that you're holding on to on this one this one side it's, I just, I can't. I wish before he cut his hair, somebody would have snatched him ball. Just, just wrangled it up and just yanked it out. Yeah. When the team that won didn't actually win the challenge, Mariah and Kylan's team is the only team to use the letter N, while the rest of the teams and both Bass's teams use the W. What's a champion? Champion? Do better checking puzzles. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier, and I was honestly surprised. I was not surprised, honestly, let me just say that. I was surprised that they let it go, but then it's just like, it's production of the challenge. What do you expect? This is the fifth sport of America, and this is what they no, let go. it's not. <laughs> Bill Simmons, it's not. It's not. I'm telling you, <laughs> stripping is the fifth sport of America. Stand tall, ladies. Oh, the next tweet. Olivia said Horacio has never fought for her. When has he ever needed to? I don't recall her name ever coming up this season thus far. It really hasn't. And even if it did in a girl's day, he would shut it down quickly. Like when he won, his people who he said were non-negotiables were Norris and Olivia. So he has said her name and protected her. I'm not sure where. Of course, she's not watching this entire tight as 2020, but... Olivia was just making things up. Yep. 
Kylan joins Killa Cam from Vendettas in the very, very exclusive club of players to win two mercenary nations in one season. Very good company to be in. That definitely is good company to be in. And shout out to Kylan again for completing the mission. Like he set out to do it and he's done it. So shout out to Kylan for real. Yep. From Kylan himself. FYI, Norris did not ruin our plan nor were we surprised at the vote. James and Colleen are the two who bailed on the plan, and they told us before we went to vote. So we already knew. Because people are trying to blame Narice for the plan failing. I'm like, no. It's uh, it's those other two that were actually, quote-unquote, part of that group that ruined it. Because somebody is laying in bed with somebody on the other side, and the other one can't pick a plight. I mean, I could see why people thought that Narice ruined it, just because the way it's edited, Narice voted first. And so everyone went in and it looked one way. But obviously, when you're in the house and you have talked to people like 24-7, people already know what's going on. So I can see why people thought it was Narice. But yeah, we already spoke about James telling Mariah and then Colleen just... Anyways. Silence is deafening Colleen, yeah. Speaking of, Colleen actively throwing the challenge in an attempt for Horacio to lose, but it's crying about playing Jay Michelle's game and being at the bottom. Make it make fucking sense. This girl is an idiot. This was the mole. This was the mole. And she's coming in this game and playing like an idiot. She has no friends in this game, but she's like navigating, floating. And that's working well for her, but not really. She's playing the mole. Like, this is what you do when you play the mole. Like, I don't know if anyone's watched it. I watched that first season. It was great. This is what you do when you play the mole. You play the background. You act like you're in an alliance. You play that game until you don't have to play that game anymore. And then you also try to get people on the other side to make it seem like you're with them, but you're really not. So she's really, she is playing the mole. She's not playing the challenge. And that's probably why it's annoying to see because it's wrong reality TV show, hon. This is not the one you play this this kind of game with and then you complain about it like as if you can't do anything about it and it's like you have the powers to change your circumstances but you just don't choose to yeah and that's where we leave it colleen girl good riddance we'll see how you fare but honestly this was a loser's episode with one winner it's been a loser season to be honest you having an unnatural allegiance to losers is not like you. And um, I can't wait for more. Listen, next week we have CT coming, which is obviously going to be probably, I hope it's good. Let me not gas it up and then it's some bullshit. Hey, CT, do me a favor, fam. If you come back on this show and shit the bed again, take your ass <laughs> to House of Villains. Don't come back on this show. Go to Trader. Stay over there. I don't want to see you come back if you don't come back and put people to what they're supposed to be in their place. Okay, so thank you guys for listening, though. We will be back next week to discuss more of the challenge. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can at Dual Alliance Pod. You can follow Megan at Megs and Hines. You can follow myself at Ace underscore S5. And if you're listening, you can watch this on YouTube at Dual Alliance Podcast. See you guys next week. Bye. See y'all. Have a great weekend. And happy MLK weekend as well. Shout out to Megan Good. Love you, sis. Bye.